You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Welcome, welcome, folks. Here we are again, another dose of On Point with Victor. I am Victor Armendariz. Welcome one, welcome all. And let me just go ahead and welcome all the new listeners that are out there because we get new listeners every week, and I can't thank you enough. And all you veteran listeners out there, well, we're going to have a blast today. Um, I, I, it's, it's, you know, I've, you guys hear me say this all the time. It's hard to know where to start. There's, there's just so much going on and the stupidity just can't get any better. Uh, I know that kind of sound, it kind of sounds funny, but when you are a conservative or a freedom, liberty minded person, uh, or you just have common sense and logic, then the stupidity from the left, it just makes you laugh and you gotta laugh at it. You know, folks, I did a show last week uh, and talked about the positivity. I talked about don't let that chip on your shoulder just breed and breed and, and metastasize because it's going to make uh, your heart, your life a lot, lot harder than it already is. So, and that chip on your shoulder, you know, if you ever, you guys, if you've never seen the movie Animal House, uh, do yourself a favor and rent the movie uh, Animal House or, or look it up. My goodness, with all the streaming services out there, I'll bet you somebody will show the movie Animal House. Look it up because there's a there's a little uh, there's a little devil on one shoulder of one guy and there's a little angel on the other shoulder of this guy and they're they're constantly battling, telling this guy what to do. Um, so basically, it's his conscious, maybe his his conscious telling him to do right and it's his the devil in him to tell him to do wrong so a chip on your shoulder is kind of like that folks you have a chip on your shoulder and it's going to constantly tell you negativity 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 and it's going to constantly give you someone else to blame for all the woes in your life and and look i'm not saying that there aren't things out there that could get in your way and obstacles and things that may yeah maybe you could have a a legitimate uh, complaint against a single person but if you let that stop you then you're just stopping yourself that's just the way it is, folks, in this period. I'm telling you, if you want to try an awesome test, try the test of positivity. Turn everything into a positive, into a positive thing. Uh, if you are late to a meeting, don't arrive to the meeting and go, I'm sorry for being late. Arrive to the meeting and say, uh, it is so glad to be here. I'm so glad I was able to work out my schedule to get here. You know, just turn things around. Positivity makes a difference, and it will so forever change your life, and it will change the people around you. Because when you're positive and the people around you are negative, eventually you're going to weed out the negative people and you're going to bring in a whole new group of positive people. And then you're going to see what it's like to have a great, great circle of friends. It's an awesome thing. Okay, so uh, let's <laughs> let's move on to this week. Um, there's so many directions I could go. Um, I'll just give you a few. Uh, those of you out there who, uh, let's just say, uh, you're for tearing down historical statues. Uh, you're for uh, you. You want to blame somebody who wave, who has the the audacity to wave a rebel flag. You want to call them a racist, and before you even know who they are. Well, if you're one of those people, do me and yourself a favor. You know me. I'm the history guy. Go back and look up Joe Biden. Yes, I'm said Joe Biden from 1992 and 1993 specifically. Go back and look at some of the speeches he gave on the Senate floor. Folks, Joe Biden not only took up for the rebel flag, he said there were very good people in that Confederate movement. (laughs) Now, I'm paraphrasing. 
But go back. If you want to hitch your wagon to Joe Biden in 2020, but at the same time you're going to tell me what a racist I am and what a racist Trump is, uh, and you want to call every white person a racist, and, unless they're a liberal Democrat libtard, uh, and you want to say any anybody who dares have a, a, a rebel flag or anyone who, who – who just respects history and doesn't want to forget history. So they might have a rebel flag on a little statue or something or somewhere. Before you chastise all of them and hit your wagon to Joe Biden, go look back and see what Joe Biden said in his own words. I'm not making this up, folks. You can go look it up for yourself. It's all there because what Democrats seem to, to forget all the time is that we have a, or we've had a society since the well, late 80s going into 90s, uh, where what you say is gonna be recorded, it's gonna be archived, and it can be dug up. Uh, it's even now and today where everyone has a phone which has a better recording device than anything we had in the past, uh, people still seem to forget, especially Democrats, that their words are being recorded and they're gonna come out and can be used against them. So, uh, go back. Look at 92, look at Joe Biden, look at what he said. You don't have to take it from me, uh, but he took up for the rebel flag. He took up for – and now I am not saying Joe Biden was wrong in in, in some of his accounts, <laughs> um, especially when he said there are good people in certain things because not all people are bad. Uh, but to the tune that he was saying things, you just need to go see what he was saying. Um, you might be surprised. Um, and then – my goodness – the next thing you're probably going to see, and I predicted this a week or two ago, um, China and the Democrats are going to try it again, folks. China and the Democrats are going to try and shut down this country one more time. It worked so well before, they're going to try and rehash this. And now, uh, folks, you may, if you listen to the mainstream, lamestream media, and you are just married to CNN and MSNBC and ABC and CBS and P, uh, PBS and NPR. Uh, if that's your source of news and your source only, then you probably are have convinced yourself that Trump is on the downfall, that Trump is feeble, Trump is this, Trump is that. In fact, you've even got the mainstream media and the Democrats who all the ailments of Biden they're trying to attach to Trump now. It is quite funny to watch. Yeah, I, I mean, if I weren't seeing it myself, I would say it's amazing um, and disbelievable. But again, the Democrats just never cease to to amaze me and and uh, or or surprise me. I guess I should say when they shouldn't, but they do. But everything, all the ailments of Biden, his frailty, uh, his forgetfulness. His uh, just just all the the down you just the, the downward spiral that Biden is on. They're trying now to to attach that to Donald J. Trump. Uh, it's quite uh, it's just it's humorous. Uh, but what they're trying to do is to set you up and convince you that Trump's just not there. Trump doesn't know what he's doing. Trump blah, blah you know all the stuff you've heard before. But now we're getting closer and closer to the election. Well, now there believe me when I tell you folks the there's real. Uh, Let's just say underground polling or internal polls that are showing Trump is coming back. As the economy comes back, Trump comes back. As Trump comes back, the economy comes back. Look at today's news. Look at retail sales, folks. Seventeen Over 17% increase for the month of May for retail sales. That is a record. Um, I told you guys months ago that when we came out of this COVID lockdown mess, 
when we realize the mistakes we made and we start reopening, that this country was going to be – it was going to turn immediately into a V or your graph was going to – because it's going to be a V graph. It's going to be a V shape uh, because when things get open, this economy is going to go through the roof. And, it's, and like I said, you know, politicians and, and economists love to use graphs. Well, it's going to be – it's a V graph, folks, and we have evidence to prove it just uh, again today with retail sales being 17 percent increase over the month of May. That's a record. So I haven't stack, checked the stock market of late, but I, I believe an hour or so ago it was 600 points up. So like I said, as Trump comes back, the economy comes back. As economy comes back, Trump's coming back. And not only with that, you've got the the defunding of police movement. Folks, if you don't think the Democrat Party is 100 percent behind the idea of defunding police, then you're kidding yourself. Uh, because if you go back when the Black Lives Matter and the other – protesters started pushing this narrative of defund police go back and look this is only a week or two ago go back and look at the initial reactions of the democrats they were 100 percent on board but then they started seeing the american people go whoa 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 we don't want any part of that so now they're, the Democrats are trying to backtrack. So on the one hand, and again, this is how progressivism, progressivism works and Democrats and socialists, this is how they work. On the one hand, they want to placate to the protesters and to the rioters. But on the other hand, they know the American people won't stand for it. So they're going to try and backtrack that defund police mes- message. Um, but don't kid yourself. They're 100% for it. They love chaos, and I've told you this before. Um, but now they're seeing these. I'm telling you, mark my words, there's internal polling. There's uh, underground polling that's showing Trump res- is making a resurgence. And the American people aren't going to get behind a party, the Democrats, the Socialist Democrats, that are going to bring more lawlessness, that's going to bring more burning of cities, that's going to bring the takeover of cities. <laughs> the, they don't want to see police precincts being shut down. They don't want to see people calling for the defunding of police. Uh, the American people do not want to pick up the phone and call 911 and get an a- operator on the other side that goes, well, thank you for calling 911. Uh, since you voted to defund the police, uh, we're going to transfer your call to the Department of Unicorns and Peace. Uh, it's, the American people don't want it. All right. So believe me when I tell you there is starting to be that that energy. And let me tell you something. If you doubt the energy that's about to come out, watch the Trump rally that's coming up on Saturday in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Folks, as of right now, there are over 800,000 people who have signed up to get a ticket for the rally for this Saturday in Tulsa. Now, the event that they've booked in Tulsa only holds 20,000 people, maybe just a tad over 20,000. And yet, 800,000 plus people, we're probably close to 850 or 900,000 Americans have signed up for the Trump rally. Now, the event that's going to happen on Saturday is going to drive the Democrats insane, and it's going to put them into another panic. And because of that, you're going – mark my words – you're going to see the media and the Democrats start screaming that there's a second wave coming, that the second wave is hitting. Uh, they're going to point to China, China and China is going to be a willing participant in this. You know, China – they had much bigger problems than they admitted anyway. Um, you're going to see them coalesce again with China. They're going to demand that China shut things down. They're going to, the Democrats here are going to demand that we go into shutdowns again. 
Mark my words, folks. I am telling you, I am not Nostradamus. I am just a common sense. I am Victor with On Point with Victor, who does a show based in logic and common sense. And this is what common sense is telling me that's going to happen. You just mark my words. Because the Democrats are not going to be able to sit by and watch the energy level and the excitement that is going to happen this Saturday. The American people are ready to move. They are ready to go back to work. They are ready to create wealth. They are ready to work for themselves. They are ready for freedom. They're ready for liberty. And they want it back. And they want it now. They're tired of Democrats telling them, you can't go to a Trump rally, but you can go protest and burn a building down. You can't go to work, but you can go protest and throw rocks through a a, a glass or a business. You can't go to a park you can't go to a church but you can go protest and riot and shut down businesses and destroy businesses and loot this is this is the problem with progressivism on the one hand you're supposed to be black lives matter black lives matter black lives matter not all lives just black lives right now matter and then on the other hand in the past two weeks eight black lives have been ended by the rioters looters protesters I don't know how many black businesses have been destroyed by the uh, uh, rioters, looters, not to mention how many black businesses have been destroyed by the shutdowns. So where's the common sense? The, the, what is the common sense logical question? <laughs> how on earth can you vote for Democrats today and think that they care about not just black people, but brown people, white people or any people? Folks, the Democrats care about one thing, and that's on, and one thing only, power. Power over you. Power over we, the people. So I, I, that, those are just some of the things going on, folks. I mean, I, I just uh, – I tell you what, it, it's – I'm not mad, and I'm not angry. I'm just right. All right, we're going to take our first break. You hang tight. We will be right back. This is America's Web Radio on Point with Victor. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy – or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at 770-696-9862, or you can reach us on the web at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Quick Stakes. That's Q-U-I-K Stakes are not just for surveyors. They are great for family and community gardens. Go online to www.quickstake.com or contact your local land surveying supply dealer and get you a box of quick stakes. You'll love them every year when you plant your garden. Again, that's quick stakes, Q-U-I-K stakes, the truly preferred way to stake and identify what's in your garden now. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we are back. See, folks, short breaks, short breaks. Um, as an awesome guy, the godfather of radio will say, profit, profit breaks. <laughs> so we take short ones. Okay, so... Let me move uh, – I want to move on to something here. Um, I, I, okay, first of all, uh, 
if folks, if you think back uh, during the Obama administration, you'll remember one thing that he said that stuck out so much to me. Um, and you can look it up. And it was when he looked, he had a, a, gosh, I think he was in Ohio, but don't quote me. I'm not sure. But he was somewhere, I believe, in Ohio or somewhere in the Midwest. And um, a, a citizen had the audacity to ask Obama why he wanted to tax people into oblivion. Something I'm paraphrasing. And Obama's response was, you didn't build that. You didn't build that. Someone else built that for you. So. The reason why I bring that up is because if you were wondering what happens when you tell a bunch of myrmidons that business owners didn't build their businesses, that business owners didn't build their wealth, that business people didn't create wealth, when you go and you tell a bunch of myrmidons that, uh, that they, that these business people just didn't do that, they didn't do it, they didn't work hard, uh, but somehow the non-working slubs built their business. <laughs> so when you tell people that, over the years, and you're pumping these kind of this this kind of crap into the educational system that is the government schools. Um, eventually, you're going to get what is happening now with the country of Chaz. <laughs> so, I here at America's Web Radio want to welcome the nation of Chaz to the global na- country or the global world of, of nations. So, the new nation of Chaz. I want to welcome them. Uh, and, and and wish them well. <laughs> so uh, we have uh, just over the past week we've gone from from 195 countries in the world on this planet to 196. Now the 196th country, it's kind of small. It basically takes up six city blocks, <laughs> and now they and they are known as the country and nation of Chaz. Uh, now. You may want to check with your travel agent to see when the country of Chaz will open its borders for visitors <laughs> because you might want to see what's going on there in Chaz. You know, Chaz, uh, it, this, this is what happens. Like I said, when you get a bunch of Mirmanons that, uh, let's just say really don't have much skills. Um, they put a wall around their, their nation. Um, I thought progressives didn't believe in walls. I thought progressives didn't believe in, in, in borders. Uh, but the nation of Chaz, the first thing they did, and you can see videos of them grabbing these plastic and anything they could to create borderlines. They surrounded their nation of Chaz and created a border. Now, it may not be the best, strongest border because I doubt there are many engineers in the nation of Chaz, (laughs) but a border they built nonetheless, and they put armed guards. Now, there's nothing worse than giving a a weapon to a snowflake, but somehow (laughs) you've got these people in the nation of Chaz who have weapons who are standing at checkpoints around the nation of Chaz, around their their border they created, uh, they've got checkpoints. And they're checking everyone that comes in and out of Chaz. In fact, they have a sign uh, at these border checkpoints that say, you are now leaving the country of the United States. Um, I am not making this up, folks. If you haven't heard this, if you're a Democrat listening to me right now, and all of this sounds foreign to you, then you're obviously getting your news from CNN and, and CNBC, uh, I'm sorry, uh, MSNBC and ABC and CBS and, and, and PBS and all the rest of them, uh, the lamestream media, because they're telling you that there's a street festival going on. Uh, there's a poetry festival going on. Uh, they're telling you that this is some kind of commune festival going on in downtown Seattle. 
they're not telling you the truth, folks, and you can look it up for yourself. <laughs> I mean, these whack job protesters and uh, uh, Black Lives Matter people and whoever the rest of these rioters are, uh, whatever group, Antifa, whatever group they're with, they have taken over six city blocks of downtown Seattle. Uh, and the mayor is okay with it. The police chief, okay with it. Now, I will give the police chief a little a little bit more uh, leeway because she's probably being ordered by the mayor not to do anything. Um, this this is crazy, folks, and, and I, I, I cannot help but my first instinct is to sit back and let it happen. Let these idiots in this autonomous zone called Chaz, which is now a country of Chaz, my instinct is let them have it because it won't be long, folks. <laughs> They're either going to kill each other, uh, which I'm not advocating for. I'm not advocating for it, but I am just telling you what's going to happen. Um, they're not going to be able to survive. They have no means of income. They have no means of production. They have no, no economic system whatsoever. Again, you've got a lot of unskilled rioters that could, that are uh, habitating in this new country called Chaz. Um, so my instinct is to let it go. I know a lot of you out there are saying uh, go in there, send the cops in, send the National Guard um, the American people, the citizens that, that are living in the, those areas with their businesses are being strong-armed. They're being taken over, uh, and we're allowing it to happen. Uh, I know. Trust me. I, I, I do feel at some point we're going to have to take a <laughs> – we're going to have to go turn these little petulant children over a knee and smack them in the AWS and get them out of there. But, uh, but, but like I said, I can't help but want to let it go for a while because – if you wanted to see what socialism would be in this country, if you want to see what a direct democracy would be in this country, then you need only look at the nation of Chaz, which, lucky for us, is in downtown Seattle. Um, look, I'm going to get into a little bit later in the show about democracy and why we're not a democracy. Uh, and and on full-fledged for us is the nation of Chaz right now, which is proving why we were never meant to be, nor have we ever been a democracy. And I'm going to get into that because we have a great listener in Marietta, Georgia, who uh, – who, who sent me a question about uh, last show when I said we weren't a democracy um, because it was a little bit confused. And I understand if you're confused by that because uh, the, the right uh, Republican establishment, the left socialist Democrats and Democrats of today and, and yesterday, gosh, my goodness, this has been going back for years. Uh, they have been trying and trying and trying to do their best to convince you that we're a democracy. Um, folks, we've never been a democracy, and God willing, we never will be a democracy. Uh, but what you're seeing in the nation of Chaz is a full-on direct democracy, and what happens when you have that mixed with socialism and warlords and totalitarianism? I mean, it's just horrible, folks. But but this is where we are now. Now, I want to pause here for a second. Um, I, I got a lot of notes that I'm going to go to because I, I, you know, when I when – when my brain gets going on some of this stuff and I just start thinking, I just start writing. And um, those of you who know me know that I used to write lots of songs for my band Pointless, which is the music that you'll hear when my show comes in and out. Uh, but anyway, uh, if you – you know, since I mentioned the band thing, be on the lookout for a future band that I will be in com coming up soon. <laughs> just a teaser, folks. Just a teaser. So, all right, let me get to let – me, let, me, let me get to this real quick. I want to pause here for a second to remind you. That it was a short month ago, just a short month ago, that you were being told that protesting was bad 
and uh, protesters were dangerous. Now, why were you being told this a month ago? Just, just go with me on this road, folks. Why were you being told just a month ago that that protesters were bad and protesting was horrible and dangerous? Well, let me let me remind you. A month ago in Michigan, um, we had uh, Constitution freedom loving Americans hit the streets with their American flags and their "Don't Tread on Me" flags, and they marched to the capital of Michigan. And my gosh, some of them had guns. Oh, the fear! Oh, the horror! Some of them actually not only exercised their First Amendment amendment of free assembly and freedom to protest peacefully. Not only did they do that, they also enjoyed their Second Amendment, which in the Bill of Rights, folks, the Second Amendment gives you the right to bear arms. So they carried some weapons. And the media went ballistic. Uh, you Democrats, even my friends out there, you went ballistic. You were screaming, they've got guns on Capitol grounds. Well, folks, in Michigan, it is legal to carry weapons on Capitol grounds. Um because of the Second Amendment, it's really legal anywhere in the United States, should be in the United States, but municipalities run by Democrats go a little crazy and tyrannical. But anyway, um, it is legal in Michigan to carry guns on the Capitol grounds. So there was nothing illegal done with that protest done by constitutional-loving, freedom-loving, liberty-loving Americans. But you were told protesting was awful. It was terrible. These people were dangerous. Uh, they, the media did not say the protesters were marching to the Capitol. The media said the protesters stormed the Capitol, and they stormed it with guns, and it was such a dangerous situation. And the the governor of Michigan came out and called all of them, labeled all of those protesters racist. Okay? And you were being told and we were being told that it was an awful thing that, that was happening, awful to protest. And we were being told that they're going to spread Wuhan COVID-19 to everyone. That was just a short month ago, folks. Just a short month ago. But now you're being told, don't look over there. These protesters that are burning buildings down, they're rioting, they're beating people, they're burning buildings down. Oh, there's nothing to see here. These are mostly peaceful. Uh, oh, and, and, and there's no worry about COVID Wuhan 19. Somehow COVID Wuhan 19, the COVID 19, the Wuhan virus, somehow it knows not to mess with Black Lives Matters, not to mess with Antifa, not to mess with rioters and looters and, and uh, burners of buildings. Somehow we're to believe that a month ago, all the peaceful protests were bad. And today, all the riots, the looting, the burning, the marching, all of it is good. Think about that, folks. Think about that. Why on earth are you still watching CNN, or at least only watching CNN, MSNBC, and ABC, CBS, all these? Why? Why are you still listening to Democrats? Why and how on earth do you still think Democrats have your best entrance at heart there's no evidence for it folks and this is what i'm telling you about that's coming the new the 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 revibrance if that's a word (laughs) the 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 building that's coming that you can feel if you just look for it of of the patriotism that's about to explode on saturday and and the momentum that's coming because of the economy coming back um this is is brewing and um, i'm telling you the democrats you know i've i've been hoping that they would push the boundaries and push and go too far and i and i 
to me they've gone they went too far years ago but i think we finally reached the point where I, I it's going to backfire on the democrats you know hypocrisy just doesn't ever seem to stick with the democrats but i think we've reached a point where the american people are going to push back so hard on today's socialist democrats that we are, you know, I thought we were going to have a, a, a landslide election for Trump. Now I think we're going to have an enormous landslide election for Trump in 2020 this November. Um, folks, what's coming is, is just going to be amazing, I think. All right, folks, uh, going to another break here. You hang tight. We will be right back. This is On Point with Victor. Get your pen and paper ready. If there is a move in your near future, I'm here to tell you that the folks I used and now recommend – is around town movers. Timothy and the guys recently moved me, and I am and was totally satisfied with a sometimes not so fun experience moving. Call Timothy at 770-378-4708 and make it a good move and a good experience. Around town movers for that local or cross country move. Timothy Around Town Movers, in my opinion, are the best. That's Around Town Movers. Call them. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back, folks. Welcome back. Uh, you know, one last thing I want to put on that last segment was, uh, do you also remember that it was just a few short months ago that every Democrat in the House and every Democrat in the Senate and everyone on the lamestream media was screaming, no one is above the law. No one is above the law. And Romney, uh, no one, no one, no one, no one is above the law. Really now? Hmm. Where are these Democrats now? Have you heard any of the Democrats or Romney denounce what's going on with the nation of Chaz? <laughs> Have you heard them say anything about the lawlessness that's going on across the country right now? Have you heard them say anything about the lawlessness that's going on in Seattle? Folks, this nation of Chaz is now extorting businesses in downtown Seattle. And the last time I checked, extortion 
was a pretty big crime. Uh, I mean, on the level of uh, a federal crime. So I, just something else to think about, folks, especially you out there who, who just won't divorce the letter D. Uh, I mean, I am just that truly amazes me um, when you get so, so stuck to a letter that all of this common sense that's in front of you uh, that and, and all the the awful policy that comes out of these Democrats that hurt the very people that they claim to help. If you're one of those people who think you're being helped, oh, my goodness, maybe that's part of the chip that's on your shoulder. Maybe you haven't progressed enough because or, or if you feel like you haven't progressed enough in this country or, or whatever level or goals you put for yourself, if you feel like you're not reaching those goals and you want to blame somebody and you're and you're putting that chip on your shoulder, maybe that chip should Im- include the Democrat Party that you've been voting for. You know what? Maybe it's time to walk away from the Democrats. I'm not saying to go run and jump in the Republicans' lap. God, please don't go run in Romney's lap. Uh, the people of Utah got to throw that bozo out. Uh, but you can go find a good conservative. You can go find a good libertarian. There are good people to vote for, ladies and gentlemen. You just got to go look for them. Uh, if you think there aren't good people out there that really care about this country, then you're not looking hard enough because they're out there. Trust me, I know it's hard. And look, we got to get rid of, and I know some of you just cringe when I say it, but we've got to get rid of Graham. We've got to get rid of McConnell. We've got to get rid of, uh, of just a slew of these establishment Republicans. Um, right along, we need to throw them out with the bathwater with the rest of the, the Democrats and the socialist Dems. And boy, I tell you what, I, I'm not even going to get on that roll because I'll get some angry emails from both sides. <laughs> so, all right, let's, um, let, let me get back to a little bit um, about this, uh, the nation of Chaz. <laughs> so uh, if you've been living on a rock or if you're glued to CNN and MSNBC and PBS and NPR and all that, then you, you probably don't know what's what's going on. So you're, you're just hearing the crazily ridiculous news cycle repeat itself if you're watching those and even sometimes on Fox News. Um, they'll just harp on, on the negative and, and not positive things or, or they'll talk. Yeah, you know, anyway. That's a whole nother show. Uh, but anyway, if, if you don't know, um, we are welcoming the new nation of Chaz. Uh, the nation of Chaz used to be a, a pretty beautiful city named Seattle. I mean, Seattle's a pretty cool place. I don't, I don't recommend moving there uh, because of the people who run it. <laughs> uh, and now it's not just... Uh, lib crazy socialist democrats that are running part of seattle now you have the nation of Chaz. <laughs> so uh don't move there but but it used to be a really cool place to visit um but now you know there's problems in seattle because of the the absolute incompetent uh, democrat leadership and policies again folks this is one of those cities where there's no republican in sight uh for all the ales that that ache uh, the city of Seattle, you can't blame Republicans because they're not there. Uh, this is a city that's run solely and has been run solely by Democrats. Uh, and now the downtown Seattle area, or at least six blocks of it, have become the new nation of Chaz. Now, Chaz, like I said, is only six city blocks. It's only six city blocks, so it's a very tiny nation indeed. Uh, in fact, the land that uh, is now the nation of Chaz uh, used to be owned by the Seattle Police Department. So, 
I, I, you just you can't make this up. I, I, I mean, I, I would like to say that I'm, I'm, I'm making this up and making a good movie here, but uh, folks, you can't make this up. You just can't. <laughs> the, the six blocks of land seized by the nation of jazz used to be the Seattle Police Department. <laughs> so, you know what? Like a good conquistador, they stole it. <laughs> they stole the police department and the property around it. Um, man, the conquistadores of, of, of years past, they might be kind of jealous of what the uh, nation of Chaz has accomplished here. So, uh, all right, folks, <laughs> I, I want to, I want to give you, uh, well, I actually touched on this before, uh, but I was going to have you guess what's the first thing the nation of Chaz did. The first thing. And if you're a liberal out there, I hope you've got your hand up. Uh, because if you said the first thing that these progressives of the new nation of Chaz did was form a border, you would be 100% correct. So I know I touched on that before, so I won't harp on it again. But uh, these so-called progressives who hate borders, uh, who want everyone to come into the United States... They don't want that for the city of Chaz or the country of Chaz. Uh, they want to control who enters the country of Chaz. So, uh, so yeah. So they made these new. These, these, they put up these barricades and then they put up armed guards. I mean, boy, like I said before, how dangerous is that? Let's give a bunch of snowflakes uh, AR-15s <laughs> and tell them to guard an entry point. Oh man! But uh, but you know, once again, let me point this out. Five seconds ago, progressives, Democrats, socialist Democrats wanted to ban all guns from all citizens. Just five seconds ago, guns were bad. But that was so five seconds ago. Now, not all, they, they want to remove guns from police, and they want to put the guns into, well, the hands of people in the nation of Chaz. <laughs> so, I mean, like I said, folks, uh, you, you can't make this up. You just can't make it up. So... Not only that, so apparently the nation of Chaz doesn't want illegals to overwhelm their country. What? They don't want illegals to overrun their country? Gosh, would that be because they don't want a bunch of illegals coming into the nation of Chaz and being a burden on their uh, newfound economy or what they're trying to find as an economy? Could it be that they don't want a bunch of illegals coming over that they can't control? Uh, that they don't want these these people who aren't citizens of the nation of Chaz? They don't want them to, to, to be a drain on the resources? Huh. My God goodness that sounds awfully familiar <laughs> i mean i have to say that may, maybe not all the people of Chaz are, are as dumb as i thought they were <laughs> so um so here we have the new nation of Chaz, run by a bunch of progressives who don't want just anyone flooding into their country they don't want just anyone coming across the border uh pretty interesting so and also apparently the nation of Chaz does not have a chamber of commerce yet, <laughs> so they don't have advocacy for from both sides, the left and right, the the establishment Republicans like Lindsey Graham-Nisty and uh, Mitch McConnell, and then of course all the Democrats. Um, we don't have a chamber of commerce to put lots of money in their campaign coffers, so they'll continue to advocate for open borders. So apparently, the nation of Chaz has not yet developed a chamber of commerce yet, so uh, there's no career politician to give a nice-sounding speech on how illegal immigration will make your country rich. <laughs> I mean, looks like I said, I, I have to stop myself from laughing so much, because this is, fu this is some funny stuff. Um, so now you might be asking, how's life going in the new nation of Chaz? Well, 
I mean, uh, this quite possibly could be the first nation in the world with a populace that, like I said before, has pretty much no skills whatsoever. <laughs> like I said, just look at the little border that they've been put around the city. Uh, it wasn't exactly done by engineers. <laughs> so, um, But I guess finding an educated and a skillful engineer in the in the new country of Chaz is probably kind of hard. Uh, so, now, I say that. Now, if you consider... Uh, spray painting, uh, especially obscenities on statues or on walls, on businesses. Uh, if you consider that a talent or a skill, well, then there's plenty to be had in the nation of Chaz. In fact, if you need some good graffiti um, and you're in the Seattle area, uh, go to the border, go to a checkpoint of the country of Chaz and ask them if you can uh, import some of their spray painters uh, just for maybe a day or two and, and see if you can't work something out and have them go spray the graffiti or whatever it need whatever you need it done on the on the terms of a graffiti uh, maybe maybe you can import that from the country of Chaz uh, because look the country of Chaz they're having problems right now because they have no economy and they need money and and extorting the businesses they're just not going to cut it so so maybe maybe just maybe you can go in and import a little bit of business and then and then that that spray painter that skillful spray painter from the nation of Chaz can come out make a little money and then take it back to Chaz where they'll quick, quickly remove said money from the skillful spray painter and spread it around equally to the rest of the residents of the nation of Chaz yeah folks like I said, let it happen. I, I mean, I feel terrible for the people around Seattle that did not ask for this. I feel, feel terrible for those people. Uh, you know what? They voted for it, so they get what they're they're getting the 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 uh, fruits of their voting. Let's put it that way. But I still feel sorry for them because now the police that they're calling aren't coming, and these thugs that are running the nation of Chaz, um, let it run because. This is just hilarious. This is a great example for all you uh, young, let's say, millennials to the young, young people out there who think socialism is great. You think democracy is great. Uh, man, book your ticket to the city, I mean, to the country of Chaz and book it now because Chaz probably ain't going to be around long. So, But uh, but if you want to see firsthand what it looks like to have a, a straight-on socialist or democracy or socialist democracy, whatever you want to call it, uh, you're seeing it now in the nation of Chaz. Uh, so that that's pretty that, – so that's, that's some of how life is going. So now how else is the life going in, this, in the country of Chaz? So the Seattle police – uh, they're reporting, like I said, they're reporting extortion. They're reporting rapes. They're reporting violence. They're getting phone calls from people who are desperately needing help, but they're not getting help because the mayor of Seattle, this libtard that runs that city, is too busy sending tweets to to make nice, wordy, piffy tweets to tell off President Trump. She's got time to do that. But she doesn't have time to send in police to stop the raping, the pillaging, the looting, um, the violence that's going on in the country of Chaz. So it's pretty sad. So so we have ex well, – I'm not going to say expatriates. We have United States citizens trapped within the boundaries of the country of Chaz, and the United States is not doing anything about it. 
And when I say United States, I'm saying the mayor of Seattle because it's in her backyard where this is happening. Uh, but uh, she doesn't seem to care about the trapped United States citizens. I guess she just assumes that they're going to all become Chazdonians. <laughs> so, um, folks, I, I, I'm telling you, you just can't make this up. So, But as, as, if, as if it weren't bad enough. The nation of Chaz has banned all police. <laughs> so I know it gets better and better. So, all right, I'm going to take the next break. And then when I get back, I- I'm going to jump in. I want to get to a little bit of this democracy talk. So we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Uh, this is America's Web Radio. If your health insurance premium is more than your mortgage, Ellen Deal with Ideal Solutions is here to help. Whether you're a small business owner, individual family, or baby boomer, email MAGA45CAG at gmail.com, and I'll respond with three easy questions to help you determine if you can get away from Obamacare. As a 20-year veteran of the insurance industry, I'm here to help with all your insurance needs. Email Ellen Deal at MAGA45CAG at gmail.com. Want to give your family or loved one the perfect gift? Then go online and check out the TornadoBodyDryer.com. I love mine and the warm heat air massage it gives me after my shower. The Tornado Body Dryer is super. You'll love it and you'll love having one in your shower. This is Dr. Susan Blank, host of Detailing Addiction on America's Web Radio. Please join us at 4 p.m. on Tuesday afternoons. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, welcome back, folks. Okay, so all right, let me. Uh, you know, I could I could just continue to go on about the nation of Chaz and uh, have lots of fun doing it. Maybe maybe I'll come back do a little bit of it, but uh, and I'm not going to leave it now. I just want to get into this uh, this talk about democracy uh, because, folks, look, I don't feel bad if you have thought that that we are democracy. Uh, it, it's it's okay because that is what's being taught. You're being diluged in school and 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 all aspects of government education, colleges, even uh, elected officials, especially the Democrats. They are doing everything they can to convince you that we're a democracy. Um, you've got establishment Republicans that just go along with it. Um, I, some of them go along to get along. Some of them uh, maybe they have I, I don't know. Maybe they're in bed with the Democrats. You know, look, let me tell you something, folks. I've told you this before. Um, Washington, the swamp that is Washington, there's no Democrat versus Republican, Republican versus Democrat. There really isn't. It is one huge establishment swamp where they do what they can (laughs) to basically screw you, the citizen, we, the people. Now, I don't mean all Republicans. We have the Freedom Caucus in the House, which is absolutely amazing. There's just not enough of them. Uh, We have some good senators, Rand Paul. Uh, Ted Cruz, um, sometimes uh, um, Rubio. <laughs> um, no, there's a few good ones. But the swamp, and when I say swamp, I mean establishment Republicans, establishment Democrats. I'm talking bureaucrats. I'm talking unelected bureaucrats. I'm talking the system that is Washington. They do not fight each other. They're really all in it together to put power over you, we the people. 
So really what we the people have to figure out, and we got to figure it out soon, is that we the people of this country are fighting the bureaucrats of Washington. And every now and then we get some good Republicans uh, to go help us with a fight. It would be nice if we could get some Democrats to help with a fight. But right now, today's Democrat, there are no Kennedys. And when I say Kennedy, I'm talking about John F. Kennedy. I'm not talking about his, his brother. I'm not talking about some of those other Kennedys. I'm talking about John F. Kennedy. We don't have any of those anymore. The only good Kennedy we have right now uh, that's in the political world that, well, I shouldn't say the only one, but but really the probably the best Kennedy we have in the political world right now is uh, the senator from Louisiana, Senator Kennedy from Louisiana, who happens to be a Republican. Um, but uh, just understand me when I tell you that that this myth uh, right now that that uh, oh the Democrats uh, the establishment Democrats and the Republican Democrats are fighting each other yeah it's a bunch of hogwash the the bureaucracy that is Washington that machine that is Washington that that Donald Trump is trying to break up mind you uh, look folks I've told you before when all the Democrat establishment and all the Republican establishment when they hate the guy that we sent there to be president you know you got the right guy. Uh, Donald Trump really is trying to drain that swamp, and and that is why the hysteria has been going on for four, th- almost four years now to try and get rid of him. And and it's not – look, it's all the Democrats, and it's a lot of the establishment Republicans. They do not like Donald Trump. And don't believe this business that they try to label him as a racist. Look, Donald Trump's not racist. And if you haven't figured that one out yet, then you're just you're – just I don't know if you can be helped. But maybe you can if you stop watching the same crap you've been watching with CNN and all that crap. But uh, but look, they're trying to brand him all kinds of things. I mean, th- folks, they're trying to brand him a racist. They want to brand him as a Russian agent. They All of these things um, with the fake Russia story, the Stormy Daniels story, the, all the stuff that they've tried to bring down Trump. You've got to ask yourself, why? Why would Democrats and Republicans in the swamp work together to bring down the president? And it's simple because he's an outsider. He's exposing the swamp for what it is. And I tell you what, where history is going to show um, what an awesome thing it was that the American people put Donald J. Trump in that office. And I, some of you may laugh at me, especially you Democrats out there. I can hear you. <laughs> I can hear you yelling at me. Uh, but trust me when I tell you, history one day will show that Donald J. Trump was not only the man of the day or the man for the job, he was probably the only man for the job in 2016. Um, so, and look, folks, I, I don't say that lightly. I, I was not uh, on the Trump train in the beginning. Uh, I, I will be honest with you. Uh, when when Donald Trump, in the beginning of, of the 2016 campaign, uh, I was a big Ted Cruz guy. I liked Rubio, um, but I was really, really liking Cruz. Uh, but I will tell you, when Donald Trump came down, which I believe was today, three, whatever, or four years ago, when he came down the escalator with Melania Trump and he gave that speech, that was when my ears perked up and I even told some friends of mine, I said, you know what? This guy is actually going to be a contender. I still didn't think he was going to win the nomination, but I said he would be a contender. Uh, and then the rest is history, as they say. So anyway, so – let me talk a little bit about democracy and why we aren't one. Uh, look, let me give you an example here. So the, the new citizens of the nation of Chaz, uh, they were all roaming around and chanting uh, 
this is what a democracy looks like. Look it up on YouTube. Uh, it's quite funny. But they're, they're roaming around in circles chanting, this is what a democracy looks like. This is what a democracy looks like. Well, you know what? They're right. Uh, so again, uh, another example of they're maybe not as dumb and ignorant as I think they are. Um, it's close, but uh, but they they are they are right. Um, this is what a true democracy would look like: mob rules. A true democracy is mob rules. That's the the most simple way I can tell you what a democracy is. Um, but let me tell you why the United States of America is not, has never been, nor hopefully never will be a democracy. Um, let's, okay, look, I know what they've been teaching in schools. I've already told, I've already touched on that. And um, even, even the, the non-government schools, even some private schools, they, they just go with this whole democracy mess. Uh, and, and it's just, it, it drives me crazy, but, but you constantly hear it from the media as well, um, with very few exceptions. But you will never hear this me in this radio station, my radio show. You're never going to hear me use the word democracy to describe the country of the United States. I love freedom too much, and I love liberty too much, and I love the founding fathers too much. So, okay, but... If you're asking why, why has this, why do politicians uh, continue to go with a lie that we're a democracy? Well, folks, I've told you before, politicians love a misinformed and a dumbed down electorate. The dumber the voter, the more power politicians in Washington will have. I can't put it any simpler than that. Um, the dumber or the ignorant, the, the more ignorant the voter is, the more uh, dumb the voter is, all equals dependency, which equals power to the federal government and 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 municipalities and state governments too. Um, so, like I said, if you thought we were a democracy, it's okay. I understand because you're bombarded with the with with the fallacy that we're a democracy. Uh, so it's okay. So do not feel bad. Do not take my words wrong. Do not think that I'm chastising anyone out there for thinking that we're a democracy because I, I had to re-educate my nephews and my niece. Um, I even had a had to have discussions with with fa- other family members uh, on why we're not a democracy. Uh, so don't feel bad. So I'm not saying it's a bad thing to to have thought that i just want to help uh, educate you uh, i want i want to open you know, i want you to make i want you to make you think you know i always on this show uh through through common sense and logic i hope to make you think uh, especially you democrats out there so so i so let me let me talk about um more on what a democracy is and why we're not one in fact um the only mention of democracy from the founding fathers was the warnings against it. Uh, you're not going to find the word democracy anywhere in the United States Constitution. Uh, you're not going to find it in the Declaration of Independence. Uh, the only place you're going to see uh, the mention of democracy from the founding fathers was them warning against it. Um, so just understand that, and you can do some 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 research yourself. To verify what I'm telling you, uh, and and I've told you before, the founders of our our this great nation uh, were incredible, incredible, incredible people, and we're so 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 lucky that those were the men that created this country. Um, we really are, yeah, and and it's a huge disservice to the founding fathers uh, to call the United States a democracy. It really is. So, all right, let me tell you where democracy came from. Um, the idea of a democracy rose way back in ancient Greece, uh, Athens to be exact. Um, it was it was Athens that gave 
that really gave rise um, to the first democracy. Um, the uh, the Parthen the <laughs> I always struggle with this word, folks. So don't laugh at me. But the uh, Par- Parthen Parthenon <laughs> Parthenon <laughs> is a uh, is kind of a symbol of democracy. Um, in Athens, if you go, if you've ever visited Athens, and I'm sure you've been to the uh, the Parthenon, <laughs> I'm just not going to say it anymore. Um, uh, but it's a it's a really neat place to visit. But but it is kind of the symbol for democracy, which is why you see uh, Democrat after Democrat, politician after politician, despot after despot, uh, or uh, oh, excuse me, the democracy leaders of the world. You will find you will see they they will go there and have their picture taken in front of the uh, Parth- Parthenon. Um, because it kind of it, there in Athens, it's the symbol of democracy. Because, like I said, democracy was basically born uh, in ancient Greece, uh, Athens, to be exact. So, now let me tell you, way back then, probably one of the first people to come out and say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! This whole democracy road you're on is a bad idea." Well, folks, let me tell you about uh, one of of ancient Greece's most famous philosophers. Uh, let me tell you what he thought about democracy. In fact, this man is the founding father of Greek philosophy. And those of you who are out there going, Socrates, 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 you're right. You're absolutely right. So Socrates, um, again, the founding father of the Greek philosophy, was very, very, from the beginning, suspicious of a democracy. Um, in the di- now, look, I told you I'm a student of history, so so you can go verify everything I'm telling you if you'll just go do some research. Um, if you go to the dialogues of of Plato, go to the di- the dialogues of Plato. Socrates was portrayed uh, as as greatly being pessimistic of democracy. Uh, Socrates, in the way only he could do back then, um, while speaking to uh, uh, <laughs> these names just kill me, uh, Adimantus. So. Again, this is in this is in uh, Plato, the Dialogues of Plato. So uh, Socrates was speaking to uh, Demantus and described the flaws of democracy by comparing a, a society to a ship. I mean, this is awesome, and folks, this is I this is so long. This is ancient Greece, okay? And Socrates told him, he goes, he said, "Look, if you were heading out on a journey by sea, who would you ideally want deciding who was in charge of the vessel? Now, this is Socrates asking Adamantus. And this is, this whole thing is recounted in the dialogues of Plato. So, so he says, if you were on a journey, about to embark on a journey in the sea, uh, on the sea, if you were heading out, who would you ideally want to be in charge of the vessel? Uh, just anyone or, 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 or people? educated in the rules and demands of seafaring. Um, the latter, of course, said Adamantus. So why then, responded responded Socrates, why do you think uh, just any old person should be fit to judge who should be the ruler of a country? That's very powerful, folks. Now, I'm running out of time here, so we're getting to the end of the show. So next week, I'll, I'll get into a little bit more of this on the origins of democracy and, and why it's such a bad thing. So, But hopefully, you got a foundation there. You'll go do some research. But right now, that's the that's all I got for you now. So we're going to move on now to uh, coming up next, Locked and Loaded with Roger B. So you guys stay tuned to America's Web Radio. Uh, we will be right back. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.